You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up, everybody? Happy and merry Week 12 NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's Countdown to kick off. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, back here with you. On the BetQL Network, every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. Coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app, from radio stations nationwide. We're on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, and on Twitch at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. Ken and I bringing you the wagertainment up until 1 o'clock Eastern, talking all things sports betting on this Week 12. NFL Sunday, proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do each and every NFL Sunday morning here on You Better You Bet. We're going to bring you line movement coming up for every game on the board today. We look forward to that with hashtag it moved. We'll bring you the actives and inactives, the fantasy and betting impact of all of those coming up 40 minutes from now. And we'll tell you what we know and what we we think we know about the afternoon slate and Sunday night football from an active and an active perspective. Ken Barkley going to give you the underdog money line parlay. We look forward to that. The Prop King will stop by about an hour from now with thy coffers filled after a good couple days of props with the Thursday and Friday games. So absolutely love it. Thy Royal Prop King coming up in about an hour and an hour and 40 minutes from right now. 100 minutes to be exact. Best bets. Side in total. Every single game coming up on the board. Hope everybody out there had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hope everybody had uh, had time with their loved ones and their families. Ate a lot. Won some bets. Hope it was a great couple days. Ken and I have been off for the last three days. It's been really awesome. But, Ken, we are back. Well, uh, hope you had a great right. Thanksgiving, my friend. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. I'm, I'm going to sound terrible during the show because I, I have a bad cold. But, I honestly, it was a really good three days off. It was really fun. All those things that you mentioned, uh, the food and, and spending time, I, I did all of those things to the maximum that they could be done and uh including I, I don't know if that was in there too but just watching a ton of games we're kind of like right in the middle of just a banger sports weekend the thanksgiving nfl games the black the black friday game which was not a particularly good game but was an nfl game and it was on black friday so it was pretty good and then college football yesterday which was like an absolute just like bonanza of ridiculous dramatic results like how fitting like the last day ever of the pac 12 and we've got like crazy finishes and crazy games and, you know, kind of like a lot of things to chew on going forward. So we can kind of start wherever you want, but just we're kind of right in the middle of it right now. So I feel like the first segment of the show should be a little different because we should do at least a little reflecting on all the NFL results that we've seen, all the college results that we've seen, and then obviously spin that into the games coming up today. So we'll we'll get to the NFL results, the three games on Thanksgiving. We'll get to Black Friday. And if you're out there and you're like, hey, like we want the line movement for today, we're on for two hours. We're gonna get to everything. Oh, we got we got line movement for you, up the, out, out the yin yang. Yeah, we, right. there, there's actually a lot of it. We are going to get to all of it here over the course of the show. So do not worry. We're gonna cover everything. But let's hit a little bit of college football uh, from yesterday, Ken, with just a 
I mean, I normally, and I talk about this on the show pretty openly, like it's part of like in my marriage contract that like I, if I want to stay married and not get divorced, I can't sit on the couch and watch college football all day on Saturdays, the one day that I get to spend with my wife. But given that we spent all day Thursday together, all day Friday together, we drove home from where we were over the weekend, got back on Saturday afternoon in time for the fourth quarter of Michigan, Ohio State. I watched everything yesterday. What a ridiculously entertaining day of college football. Even if we didn't get a ton of upsets in a lot of these high leverage games, a very entertaining day ahead of championship weekend coming up next weekend in college football. Um, a, a lot of stuff happened. Does it impact, Ken, the way you think about any of the betting markets, either for championship weekend, next weekend in college football, the playoff, who's going to win the title, who's going to win the Heisman Trophy? So we'll start with a little college football, then we'll get to all things NFL. Sure. And, and like you mentioned, like a crazy day. I mean, normally you'd be like, oh, well, what was your favorite moment from yesterday? That Yesterday, it's like, what were your favorite 10 moments from yesterday? Like some of the more obscure games were, were really remarkable. I mean, obviously, like Ohio State, Michigan, the headliner, Michigan wins that. Uh, the Jalen Milrow fourth down conversion in the Iron Bowl against Auburn on a play that apparently is called Grave Digger, which I really enjoyed. Um, Isaiah Bond, the receiver that makes the catch in the back of the end zone, looked like Auburn had the game, then they didn't. Uh, that's that's college football in a nutshell. And that we have markets already open for all of these championship games coming up on on Friday night and on Saturday. And I just I I'm really, really, really interested in how the things are going to play out down the, the to the finish line. So you know, this is the last year of the current college football playoff structure uh the playoff will expand next season so we get to have a whole whole new set of completely ridiculous toxic arguments with each other but for this one i'm really curious because the committee has honestly not had to make tough choices basically in the entire playoffs history i feel like if you got a consensus poll of just <laughs> i was gonna say reasonable people that would mean that they they don't pay attention to college football a consensus of just like people who know college football and are smart that most years it's like pretty obvious who ends up making it at the end. Like when the, the championship Saturday games are done and you get everybody together, if you had even just polled people, it'd be like, yeah, like this is what it's going to be. There aren't actually tough choices. Yeah, sometimes a one loss team doesn't make it. Yeah, sometimes like a conference championship with one loss doesn't make it. But like we kind of all agree usually, to be honest, the first year TCU not getting in is like the one indictment, I guess. Ohio State gets in said all they do is win the national title. So like it's just, it's always been pretty easy. And there is... There are some looming situations this year that are, and not not like one in a million, well, if this crazy ups, not like if Michigan loses to Iowa. Like, I mean, very realistic, oh God, like what are they going to do situations that are pretty easy to figure out. So like, how does this impact the betting market? Well, Georgia's the second choice and they're almost the co-favorite. And I think there are very believable situations where they don't even make it. I think there's like totally realistic situations where they just don't make it and there's one game left and they're the co-favorite to win the entire thing. So the the crux of it all kind of folding in the, the results yesterday, the playoff committee had to be watching yesterday, praying that Florida could get the job done against Florida State and actually beat them because this team is going to be like the thorn in the side of the committee if they end up beating Louisville. Florida State, for people who don't know, lost their starting quarterback, Jordan Travis, for like his career, basically, he was watching in the, uh, you know, one of the boxes at the stadium as they played Florida at the Swamp yesterday. And like, let's be real honest, they're not going to win the title. They they probably will not win a playoff game, but they haven't lost yet. And I don't think they're never... getting in, man. I don't we, think they're well, going, even if they win, I don't think they're getting in. So they're, they've opened about a five point favorite over Louisville. Uh, that's the ACC championship. I believe that game is still in Charlotte. That'll be on Saturday night. And if they win, they have a zero next to their next to their record in the loss column. They have a zero. 
There's never been a power conference team that's had a zero that's been excluded. It's never happened. History of the playoff never happened. A very unique situation here because the quarterback's not going to play and the committee knows the quarterback's not going to play. And the committee goes out of its way to make its own rules every single week and be like, they're never going to tell you exactly why they do stuff because they want to be able to wiggle out of it. They want to be able to change their mind. They really just want to be able to pick the four best teams all the time. And if Florida State wins... Are there realistic situations where the committee would be like, hey, great job, guys. You literally didn't lose. You beat LSU in the opening game. You beat Clemson in overtime. You didn't lose. We're good. We're going to take a one-loss team instead. I don't know what the answer to that's going to be, but that is like the, there are other permutations here. What if Alabama wins? Would the committee lead Georgia out? I think there's a lot of cases where the answer to that is yes. Um, but what do they do with Florida? Like, that's almost like the the highlight of this for me is the team that, Honestly, like nobody that's not a fan of Florida's like nobody wants to see him in. Like, I don't want like sorry, Florida's like, I don't want to see you in this because you're gonna play Michigan, you're gonna get trucked. Like that's what's gonna you play Georgia and the same thing's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen. Sorry. Like you had really bad luck. You had a great season. But like none of us wanna see you in this. So what are they gonna do? Like I I don't know the answer, but like the futures market is crafted in a way where it's like, well, Florida State has no chance to win, which is true, but like they're unlikely to make it, and yet like Georgia, who, if they lose to Alabama, I think has a very realistic chance of not making it, depending on who else wins. They're like the co-favorite, much more up in the air. I know that was a little bit of a long-winded answer, but just a much more up in the air championship Saturday in terms of like what we think we know about who will make it. It's really fascinating, right? Bo Nix is now the favorite to win the Heisman Trophy after Oregon blows out Oregon State on Friday night. Jaden Daniels obviously is a good statistical game, and LSU wins over Texas A&M. But uh, Jaden Daniels doesn't get to play next week, and Bo Nix does. And Oregon, uh, like a nine-point favorite against Washington. I remember these two teams played in Washington earlier in the year. Washington eking out a win. Washington barely beating Washington State yesterday. So Oregon, a massive favorite in the in the rematch in the Pac-12 title game. Texas is still in the mix for the playoff. A win over Alabama earlier in the year. Huge favorite over Oklahoma State. Big comeback against BYU yesterday for the Cowboys. Texas, a big favorite in the Big 12 title game. Georgia, a four-and-a-half point favorite against Bama. And it, and if you missed the ending of the Iron Bowl yesterday, like, you you actually, like, missed something pretty pretty outrageous. Like, a pretty insane ending there with Jalen Milrow on fourth and a million converting. I don't know what the hell Grave Auburn's digger. thinking on the Hashtag Gravedigger. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It, I, I mean, to call the play Gravedigger. I don't know if that's true. But I love the story, if it, even oh, if it's yeah. true or not. I gotta love the story. Um, just a ridiculous, ridiculous series of events. Um, so I had to hit the college football from yesterday, a really impactful Saturday. Ken and I will cover everything leading up to championship weekend on You Better You Bet over the course of the week this week. Nick and Ken here, Week 12 NFL Sunday. We will get to the line movement, I promise. If you're here to find out what's happening today, you're going to get all of it. You'll get all the line movement. You'll get all the bets. You will get all the props. But this is the first time Ken and I have been on together since Wednesday. And since we were on, on Wednesday, we have seen four NFL games transpire. And we'll quickly kick the can on those and how the betting went in the four games, the three on Thanksgiving, and then the Dolphins and the Jets on Boyle Friday. Uh, first, we got a little piece of breaking news here, and we'll do this next segment with it moved. Uh, looks like Mac Jones, Mac Jones, will start today for the Patriots. Bill Belichick guarding the secret like it's the nuclear codes. Mac Jones will start today for the Patriots. Bailey Zappi apparently also going to play in the game. Hey, here's, my, here's my promise to everyone. Sounds awesome. Right. If Mac Jones plays well, you will not see Bailey Zappi. You will only see Zappi if Mac Jones falls on his face. That's what common sense tells us. We'll talk about the line movement with the Patriots and the Giants coming up in a little bit. But, Ken, your impressions 
Um, any thoughts coming out of the Packers? Pretty stunning outright win over the Lions to open up the Thanksgiving slate. Dallas doomsdaying the Commanders in the sandwich game on Thursday. The Niners handing it to the Seahawks in the nightcap. And then... <laughs> You bet the Jets, you got like the exact run out you were looking for. Pick six, like the Dolphins not getting the fourth and goal early in the game. Then McDaniel kicking the field goal. It could have been 14-0, it's 3-0, and the Dolphins still end up winning the game by 21. So if you're a Jets yep. Jets fan, Jets better. Bad on you. That's a bad job, and uh, you're probably feeling pretty, pretty sour right now. Ken, thoughts from the four NFL games on Thanksgiving and Black Friday? Well, it was funny, right, because we spent most of the week on the show the three days before we were off and I, I was pretty straightforward with how I felt about the four games I just look it's really hard for me to make a case for like a lot of crazy games a lot of upsets any of these dogs winning outright and so I'm sitting there during the first game just going whoops well, that's I guess I got that one wrong because uh, you have not a, just an outright upset I mean kind of like a clobbering by the Packers in Detroit on Thanksgiving against the Lions they win the game by seven I mean they're up you know, 23-6 at halftime in the game against Jared Goff and the Lions team that kind of had designs on maybe making a run at the one seed in the NFC. But so the funny thing is you get that crazy result and I'm thinking to myself, man, like are the other games going to, like did I get it all wrong? And and the answer is no. Like we had three total blowouts and three total demolitions after that by the other three teams. So yeah, there was an upset and I didn't think the Packers were going to beat Detroit. Totally raised my hand on that one. The other three very much businesses as usual for me, like three where it was really hard to make a case for the dog. None of the dogs covered. None of them were competitive. <laughs> and so that, I get, you know, the Packers, you bring that up. I'll bring up one other thing. You can see this coming a mile away. And it's nice when you have a plan that like works in your favor. Uh, there is a lot of conversation already starting about what is going to be a very interesting, most valuable player race as we come down to the finish of the season. And one of the narratives that's going to be crafted is that Dak Prescott, the Cowboys quarterback, who had a great game against Washington, and it's Washington. Also, he had a great game, and not everybody has a great game against Washington, so whatever. Um, had a great game against Washington. He, by a metric standpoint, will be like the darling of that community. He is like the best rated quarterback right now. And if you read any of the replies to any of those tweets or any of the conversations about that, it's going to be, well, here are the teams that they beat. They haven't beaten a lot of really good teams this year. They played the Eagles. They lost. They played the Niners. They got smoked. Like, so the Dak Prescott MVP conversation falls flat in that way. They play Seattle in a standalone game on Thursday night this week. Then they play Philadelphia in the rematch. It is possible that that game a week from, you know, uh, two weeks from Sun or two weeks from today, actually, I should say, uh, is for the most valuable player award in the NFL. That if Dak ends up beating him and gets a signature win, then I think people would actually not mind voting for him for most valuable player. But if he can just never beat anybody good and Jalen Hurts wins the game and like Jalen Hurts, oh, by the way, wins every game that he starts, basically. And if the Eagles win that game, then maybe it's business as usual. and It's Jalen Hurts, the quarterback on the team with the best record. But you can see this coming, this debate about these two players and they are on a collision course two weeks from today. And I think the Cowboys will take care of Seattle on Thursday night. We'll see what happens with Philadelphia and Buffalo. We'll talk about that next segment. Just like a really interesting ratio. There are other players involved, obviously. I think those two may end up being at the center of it when we get a couple weeks from now. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. And we'll see again, like Ken said, we'll talk about it on the other side. The Eagles, Bills in a small point spread game today. Buffalo getting bet today on game day. So we'll have a conversation about that game if we like Jalen Hurts and the Eagles to win. Just um, just to distress it again. I, I bet Miami. I can't believe that they won that game by 21. That is a special kind of ineptitude well, from like Tim Boyle and the Jets. We haven't even talked about yeah, the, the play. The Hail Mary, the Hail Mary pick, pick six. six. You know what, you know what I, I heard? My friend, my friend said his, he and his friends are calling that the Hail Mary because it's on Black Friday. Oh, that's Friday. pretty good. 
No, right, I like that. Okay. I kind of like that one. Yeah. Well, fail Mary, unfortunately, is already taken. So Correct. That would be the fail Can't Mary. That, that would be. That would be. Uh, that would be the fail Mary. Also, uh, I bet the Lions too. Love did not stink. Yeah, yeah. He was actually really good. Maybe the Packers make the playoffs in the NFC now. On the other side, all the line movement your little heart could ever desire for Week 12 NFL Sunday.